goodness, I'm so excited. Today is my favorite feast day of the church year, and for the first time since I've been ordained, it's on a Sunday, so we have a big crowd. Yes, today is the Solemnity of All Saints. Today we celebrate all the people who are in heaven or will be in heaven with God. We celebrate not just those well-known individuals whom the church has canonized. We celebrate the huge multitude of unknown saints. There may be people we've known in our own lives, such as our grandparents or parents or great-grandparents, who are already part of that multitude. But many people have a limited idea of what it means to be a saint. Some of you, I think when you hear saint, you think of mellow people, people out of touch with the real world, perhaps, you know, sitting on clouds. But the saints run the whole gamut of personality types, races, and cultures. Dorothy Day famously said, don't call me a saint. I don't want to be dismissed so easily. I think she was talking about the clouds, uh, the saints, the mellow saints on the puffy clouds kind of saints when she said that. God destines all of us to be saints. Let's celebrate that. Lord Jesus, you are the way and the truth and the life. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, all the saints connect us to you through time and space. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, we hope to be with you in heaven with all the saints on the last day. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. There are days in our lives when religion seems difficult to understand. We are plagued with doubts and questions. Does God exist? What's the righteous thing to do in this situation? Why should we give ourselves for the sake of others? In a secular world where some people claim there is no necessary code of conduct, in a society that values independence and personal gain, it can be difficult sometimes to do the right thing. But today is not one of those days. Today we celebrate all the people throughout time who have made God come alive before our very eyes. We celebrate the people who have shown how the world can be transformed by living in the light of Christ. It's also a day when we sing some of my favorite music. No matter the particular song, the message is the same. We can do this! We each have the potential to be saints. Granted, the Beatitudes of our gospel are not always the easiest thing to carry out, but none of them are beyond our abilities when we live in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we forget that the saints were not, and are not, perfect. Dorothy Day thirsted for righteousness with every fiber of her being, but she was considered a political radical. Francis of Assisi was a peacemaker, but he didn't get along with his father. Francis Cabrini was merciful in her care for orphans, children, and immigrants, but she was stubborn. Real people in the real world. Real saints. What do all the saints have in common? I'm sure we could come up with a whole list of traits that the saints have and share. But I'd like to offer one for us to consider today. Every saint has hope. The saints are the people who have sufficient confidence that the kingdom of God is real, that we can see it 
and touch it and taste it. Father Vinnie McKiernan up at uh, Ohio State University, we call him Father Yoda, it's like having your own spiritual director, and he said something that stuck with me about saints. There are two things that it takes to be a saint. Saints are friends of God, and saints are friends of people. A professor of mine, Father Jim Wallace, said, think of Jesus And think about what he means to you and what you know about him. He lived 2,000 years ago. How do you know about Jesus? Because of all the people who passed the faith along in the last 2,000 years. And those people are saints. That's how we are connected to the historical Jesus. The Anglican bishop, N.T. Wright, wrote a book in 2008. He writes a book like every year. Um, But the one in 2008 was called Surprised by Hope. Wright says that we Christians don't talk about hope very much these days, even though the early Christians framed their whole understanding of discipleship around that idea of hope. The core of our hope should be our belief in the resurrection of the body. We Christians have the sure and certain hope that we too will be united with Christ in heaven, body and soul, on the last day. Too often, we water down our beliefs about life after death, implying that we'll each simply become a disembodied soul after we die, a mellow and inconsequential being, the kind of saint that Dorothy Day didn't want to be. If we believe that Jesus Christ was resurrected, We reclaim God's creation is good. That God has intended each of us to play a specific role in bringing the kingdom to its fulfillment. We reclaim the purpose of the church. We reclaim the clarity of our mission as disciples. We reclaim our potential to become saints. We reclaim that we are people who are physical signs, that we ourselves are sacraments of the kingdom of God. The church every year spends the month of November remembering those who have died. And yes, we can expect some pangs of sadness as we think of our dearly departed friends and family this month. But the church begins this month every year with this great solemnity, this great celebration of hope. Let's keep that in mind as we continue through this month, especially as the days get shorter and colder and the crunch of final exams approaches. God wants all of us to be saints. God destines each of us for heaven. And God has given each of us the gifts to get there. What will the last day the day of resurrection look like. I envision something similar to the opening ceremonies of the Olympic Games. Sort of like the ultimate parade of nations. The part that lots of people like to see the, the every nation come in in their native costume and uh, Costas doesn't seem to really like any talks over, but the rest of us seem to enjoy. With music blaring and crowds cheering on that last day, People will stream into heaven. 
A great multitude which no one can count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. Sure, there will be superstars like Dorothy Day, Francis of Assisi, and Francis Cabrini, whom many people will know. But they will be joined by people from the remotest corners of the world, from countries we couldn't find on a map, from times and cultures we never studied in school. In that moment, we will fully realize the great communion in which we already participate, those who have strived to live in hope. We will be numbered among the people who, with the grace of the Holy Spirit, strive to live out the Beatitudes. All the hard work will be in the past. And finally, we will see the face of God.